like it was ooh. I'm feeling lucky, cruising down the riverside, west side of Kentucky. Ooh. I'm feeling lucky. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a minute. Welcome back to the Jack and Zach Talk Cat Show. This is episode number 37, Meta World Peace. Hmm. He wore number know. 37 when he was with the Lakers. <clears throat> I've never heard of her, but Ron Ron uh Mer- what? Ron, Ron Mercer. Mercer. He <laughs> played. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Ron Mercer. Ron Artez. Ron Ron Mercer. That's that's that cat in my head talking to me. Okay. Ron Artest, I believe, was responsible for the malice in the palace. That is correct. Some fun stuff to look back on. Yeah, that was one of my most favorite memories of the NBA as a child. <laughs> it really was something special. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know how long it's been, dude. I think it might have been almost a solid two months since we've done a show. And I apologize. That's mainly my fault, guys. I've been going through um, – I'm not really going through anything, but I've like I've been in the process of moving my family from one town to another. Yeah, he's running. Had- he used to be involved. Just let, give the listeners a little insight here in your life, not to cut you off, but he's moved from town to town. Um, that is, you know, that's something that's associated with uh, the line of work that you're in. Um, you know, when you work for the cartel, sometimes <laughs> um, you have to move locations. You know, you have to keep the feds always guessing. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Willis, the Willis family's done a good job of that. Some of the best money launderers I've seen in, I don't quite some time. Yeah, yep. that is not the case, and no one take that anywhere. That's not true. But anyway, what I was about to get at is a lot of news has happened since we did our last show. So we don't really know how to do this show. What we're going to do, guys, is something we haven't done before. We're going to have a spinning wheel. Give us the topics to to talk about because so much has happened. So we'll call it the will of uh, the wheel of Willis. No, it's not going to be the will of Willis. The Willis wheel. No, man, it's the it's the Jack and Zach wheel or the the wheel of cats, wheel of catastrophe. I, I have nothing to do with the wheel. It's it's not in my possession. So, okay, will of Willis is that if that's what you want it to be? Uh, whatever you think, man. No, well, I don't know, but anyway. There's 20 things on here, guys, from basketball to football to a couple other things. That's the main two things we focus on, but we will focus on one more this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to listen to this, too. We, Our goal is to always have this show at 30 minutes to 45 minutes, and we very rarely hit that. <laughs> we're usually <laughs> giving you an hour-long show. So we're going to do this for 30 minutes. Get as many of these topics in as we can. After that 30 minutes, we are going to look back, and if there's one more we want to touch on, one or two more, we will do it. Sound good to you, Jack? Yeah, it sounds great. All right, well, let's hit him with that first wheel spin. Here we go. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Oh, nice. This one is titled ESPN Recruiting Superlative. Oh, God, I can't. That's a tough word there. ESPN Recruiting Superlatives? That's how you say it, right? There you go. Yeah. Have, did you see that when that was released? 
I don't know that I did. Okay, it's it's on the uh, the current incoming class. So our boys, um, Livingston and Wallace, are on there. I will go to this article and tell you exactly what they got. And this will give us some time to actually talk about these two as well. Because, I mean, stuff went not as planned this past year at the end. That's no... No one. That's no secret to anyone. We've talked about it a lot here. Um, and these guys, these two coming in are studs, and I just feel like we're not really ready for them. We're not really talking about them as much as we usually do talk about the incoming recruits. And maybe because people are just tired of how it's played out every year, but I, I think we got something good coming. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. Not really, but here they are. I'm going to give you what ESPN gave Mr. Casey Wallace and Mr. Chris Livingston. So the superlative that Wallace got is most consistent and the one that Livingston got is best finisher. What are your thoughts? Well, um, I hope that Mr. Consistent is consistently like able to hit shots because it's really what we're going to need. Mm-hmm. I think that Severe will probably start. And if he, I mean, say he's just as good as he was last year, you know, as an average over the season at shooting and, you know, points per game or whatever. I I think that that means that you're, and Oscar is what he, I mean, let's assume that Oscar does what he does or or a little less because, I mean, last year was kind of crazy. I think that you're two, three, and four, you really got to have some offense out of those. Yeah. And so, um, Mr. Consistent, I mean, I like that. I, I look at him kind of as a tie-tie, and I hope that he can at least be that good. It would be nice if he was better. But um, what did you say Chris got? Uh, best finisher. So, it's another offensive thing. Well, I mean, yeah, that's great. I, I, yet again, uh I hope that translates, and I don't know if they mean like, I guess driving to the basket and finishing. Is that is that? I haven't read all of it fully, but that is how I would take it. Okay, okay. Well, now this is this is a superlative. Now this is like most likely to succeed stuff like that. So these things aren't guaranteed to come true, but we'll we'll see. Hopefully they do. Okay. Uh, Does does anybody on our team know how to play defense? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know much about yeah. – Ka- I mean, they say Kaysen's a good defender, but what? based off what? Off of his past year of playing. Oh. Okay. They showed some videos. I think I think there was a video of him guarding one of the other top recruits that went somewhere else. So. Okay. Well, Shaden Sharp will be good. So, that's, that's good. For Portland? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you already mentioning another another will thing there, but we, we got to spin it though. I'm sorry. Go ahead, spin away, my friend. All right. Well, that was that one, guys. Number one there. So here we go. We're gonna do it again. Uh oh. Okay, this one. 
<laughs> what'd you say? I love the clap, the oh, clapping yeah. and the applause. Yeah, well, that's our crowd. They're excited to see yeah. what we're getting there. I love it. That's great. So this next one is NBA Finals. Uh, I just it was recent. Um, we could chat about it for a minute. The unfortunate thing is, uh, for the first time in a long time, there wasn't a former cat on either side to potentially win a ring. Huh. Uh, but you know, any thoughts on the finals there, Jack? Well, I watched about five minutes of it. Total. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, that's more than I watched. Huh. Well, Besides highlights. Look at us. Well, uh, I, I, let's go ahead. Sorry. The best thing I saw was the guy that snuck in the arena is fake Clay Thompson. <laughs> yeah, he's at it again. He's done it again. I said he's at it again. Yeah, he did that a few years ago when they were out there. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Oh yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. Well, I don't have much to say about that. Sorry. That's fine. Good NBA, good NBA stuff from us. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't watch it though cuz the the whole Miami Heat situation, but I'm, but it's fine. It was some well, good basketball, though. Taking but, the L? Well, it just the way it happened. They had a three-pointer taken away from them three minutes after it was shot. So, it, it's just the whole ordeal I don't want to get into. What about Tyler Hero? He didn't get to play, man. He's He was hurt. So, I, that's part of it, too, man. Yeah, he can't help from the bench. Appreciate we'll be. We'll be back next year. I don't know if he'll be there, but hopefully he will be. But yeah. He'll possibly okay. be in a trade package for somebody. RIP, man. We'll see you next time. Not an RIP, but we'll. it's R.I. trade or something. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go to the next topic. All right, they're excited. Okay, now this is again basketball, and I'm excited about this guy because he's back for year number two, and I'm expecting some big things from him. That's Mr. Damian Collins. Huh. Well, and go ahead. Well, I I, I do think that he's going to be an improvement from last year because. They said it. If if nothing else, he's gained some weight. <clears throat> excuse me, gotten a little stronger. So uh, I think those things are positives. And oh yeah, he, he was quoted as saying something maybe even in the last week where he was like, "Man, I never really considered transferring." And uh, you know, I looked at myself and was like, "Yeah, I need to basically get in the gym and and get better." And I think mindset uh, is so important with anything you do in life, and he seems to have a good mindset. So um, with Keon being gone, I I think he and and Jacob Toppin at the four, they will kind of be what drives us. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Kaysen and them aren't equally as important. They are. I just think we kind of know what they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially Oscar and Severe. I mean, they kind of are what they are, right? Uh, severe kid work on uh, some shooting and turning over the ball less. But I mean, I guess if he has the ball as much as he does, it's gonna gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, you're right. He he, <clears throat> he could improve. I guess it's just his game and 
I mean, I, I don't see him coming out and being like Tyler Eulis, where he's like 20 points a game this year. It's kind of. Yeah. I just, I just don't. So I think he'll. Yeah, I think his numbers will be similar. I'll just put it like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you. Uh, the reason I had Damian Collins on here was for some of the stuff you had just talked about recently, talk, him talking about. So good, good teamwork there. Cool. All right. Next. Yes, sir. The little wheel. I wish the wheel would go a little faster. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there's nothing you can do. I mean, it's, you know, you get what you get with us. But Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. Sports information directors, football takes. Did you see this? No. Okay. Let me find it. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> This is My good goodness. stuff, man. Well, rookie. Rookie. Yeah, man, you're supposed to be ready. You got the wheel right there in front of you. I got the wheel, but I don't got the link to talk about it. Well, I heard that. And I'm having an issue here. But anyway, they uh, they had these uh, sports information directors. They were doing some voting on where they saw the programs going this year in football. You good? Yeah, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, they all had Kentucky in the top five. One of them even had Kentucky finishing number one. That's wild there. Uh, well, and man. the only all-SEC player they had for us is a guy I don't even know if it's going to be playing for us, Chris Livingston. I'm sorry. No, good God. Sorry, uh, Chris Rodriguez. <laughs> Well, I, I obviously I don't know either. I have seen some pictures of him practicing. Okay. So I think, and Matt Jones had um, had uh, Mark Stoops on the. Well, let's see one. I guess it was a week from Friday. So about a week and a half ago, he had Mark Stoops on, and and then after he had him on, when he came back on the radio the next week, he was like, I think things are looking up in that department. So. Okay, well, that's good news then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that person having us finish at number one in the SEC? I think there's absolutely no way that happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First yeah. off, you're losing two games. I don't care who. I don't. I don't care what happens. You're losing two games. Period. Those those two being <laughs> Georgia and who? Tennessee. You're losing. What? You're you're losing those two games, so you know you can take those two. And I mean, is it conceivable that somebody could beat Tennessee twice, where you at least tied? Yeah, but then they'd have the 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 uh, tiebreaker on you because they beat you. And I, who's beating Georgia twice? I guess so, but I mean, I don't. I don't I know why you jumping the gun on the Tennessee one there. Oh, my God, Willis. What? They beat us all the time. Well, I know, but they should I just can't pick us to win, man. I don't know. It's Could we beat them? Yes. Should we beat them? Yes. Will we beat them? Probably not. Okay. I sure hope I'm wrong, buddy. I could be wrong about all this, Willis. This is just my guess is as good as the next one. I mean, <clears throat> so well, it you got it's a reasonable guess considering the past thirty years. So 
No worries. All right, we're doing these quick and easy. That's that's pretty cool with me. If it's cool with you, here we go. Yeah, keep rolling. Spin that thing. Yes, sir. Let's sit, let's sit here in complete silence as we listen to it. Ding, it's ding, not ding. silence. Okay. Now this one here is a probably going to be a Mister Basketball uh, one of these years. That's Lyon County's Travis Perry, who just got offered from Calipari. What do you think about that one? Well, I'm glad he offered him. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he comes to UK or not. I mean, if he's if he's one of these kids that's grown up in Lyon County and uh, UK was his favorite team growing up, and he's uh, such a good basketball player that you know it'd be hard for him not to see himself in that blue and white and it's just something that's a part of his life that's already ingrained in him then yeah i think he comes there but you're thinking he won't play i think well no i don't think no i don't think he'll play unless he stays 4 years i mean he could Derek Wilson oh, yeah. Hawkins but um i think the the problem is it's not really whether we get him or not I mean, I think he's good. I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad he got the offer, but I don't think that's the real thing. I, I think that Cal, part of the reason that he's jumped on this kid is he does not want him to go to Louisville. Really? And that that's just me. You know, that's, I, I just, I don't, I think Cal is like looking, I think he views it a little differently now that DJ Wagner is probably going to Louisville. Yeah, I think it's a perception thing, and he doesn't want to seen be seen as like losing every head to head battle they go in with Louisville. He's just losing them. Like I don't, you can't. That's terrible. That makes a little bit sense. A little bit more sense now that you say all that. Speaking of DJ, though, I'm gonna go ahead and take one of these things off the wheel here since you mentioned Wagner. Um, Cal Perry's about to head out to Spain to go watch him. So, I, I mean, I guess that's not a lost cause completely. I don't think it is. I would say let's not underestimate Cal's want to just leave the country and go on vacation. But, <laughs> um, and what, what is, you know, where are they going with this again? Spain. Okay. Um, I mean, a great place to go visit. Um, I think there might be some other guys there besides Wagner, too, he'll be watching. But. I'm sure there are. And I, I don't think Wagner's necessarily a lost cause. It's just I think now it's become a, a, a situation where it's almost like, well, what do you have to offer me? Yeah. And it's like, well, we're the greatest tradition in college basketball. And he's <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah, I love that. And, you know, you, you got my dad to the NBA and changed our whole family's life. But. Kenny Payne is a brother and and best friend basically to Milt, who's my grandfather. Who he's he brought on board. Hired, and he has hired him to his staff. Yeah. So I think I think short of Calipari like hiring Dewan, I don't know that he has another card to play in the deck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and People could debate even whether that's worth it or not, but you know, I mean, that's it's not going to happen. So it's almost not even worth talking about. Okay. 
All right. We're going to keep it rolling. Spin that wheel, big dog. What it's going to be. Oh, 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 there's a good one. Oh, no. Oh. Okay. This one could could go pretty long here. It's a pretty simple topic. We got 68 days until Kentucky college football is back. What do you want to talk about football there? 68 days, man. Oh, yeah, it was 69 yesterday, which we recorded yesterday. I imagine tomorrow would be 67. But anyway, uh, I don't know. I I mean, everything about Will Levis seems to be positive. All of his draft stock and Uh I guess the way he's viewed by his peers, both in the SEC and nationwide. I mean, especially on, on, you know, his teammates. But – I think he's in a really good place mentally. Mm -hmm. I think he's like big man on campus. So I think he's super confident, which he probably was anyway. But um, I think that our fan base really loves him. And he has done something that a lot of people that are in his shoes or similar position don't do. And that is he's made himself available to the public. uh, Just by going out and being at things and, and, and being involved and, uh, making radio appearances and, you know, interview, all this stuff. So it's almost sometimes I think to myself, you know, what what right now in the moment am I missing? Like, what is it that I used to wish that I have now that I don't appreciate as much? Or, you know, like, what is it that right now in the moment I'm missing? And I feel like with Will Levis – he is a person that very much gets like the most out of his time. And that may not be the best way to explain it, but I feel like that he, he gets it. He's like, man, I'm here. These people love me. I love them. Uh, We're going to have a good football season, you know, and he just plays it up. Like he uses that to, um, have positive interactions with the fans and, you know, also to be a leader. So, Mm -hmm. and that's something we have not ever had as you, I think you said, so. Yes. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's a rare find really. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't exist. Obviously they do. They, they're coming out of high school every year, but, um, I don't know, man. He's he's special, and and with a Mark Stoops Kentucky team, we haven't really seen that. I mean, probably half the time or more, Willis, since he's been at UK. Like, there's a quarterback battle going into the summer. We don't even know who the starter's going to be. Well, we thought there was last year too, and he, and we didn't even really talk about him at the beginning of that battle. Exactly. <laughs> he came in and took it. Exactly, and that that kind of just goes to show, like, what do we know? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we we always we were like, oh man, Joey Gatewood, he's gonna be great. And, and you can say, what does anybody know? Then going back to that last year, because I mean, Everybody. nobody's talking about him. Well, there was one person that was talking about him. Who was that? Liam Cohen. Oh yeah, well, he went and got him, and he knew. Thank God, you know. Yeah, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Chris Rodriguez, there's some positive stuff, you know, 
like I said, maybe, or maybe I said that on the phone to you earlier. I don't really remember. But, no, we he, we mentioned him in the recent Will yeah. topic. So he, uh, you know, the two of them, and then the freshman Dane Key, a receiver, and the transfer whose name has escaped me uh, for the time being. I, I think you have a good core, but we've talked about this on a podcast a few episodes ago. There's some really important positions. Uh, I mean, every position is important, but for Will Levis to be able to do his job, the two people maybe that are the most important are both being replaced this year, and that's the center and the left tackle. The center literally gets the ball to the man every play. Yep. And the left tackle is his blind side. And we lost both of those people. Ouch. So, uh, you know, and that also affects Chris Rodriguez. And if the passing game is, you know, kind of locked down, then that means they'll rush the quarterback more. You know, they'll put more guys in the box. And so, um, I don't know. It's, the, the, it's almost like the talent is there, but they've got to fix the little things and make sure that that they're solid up front before they can, you know, really get ahead of themselves. Okay. Heard that. As that topic was, though, 68 days into college football, man, that just blows my mind because it, time just flies, man. Here we are recording – this will be our third year of recording this podcast. No. Slow down, partner. Yeah. <laughs> this will be our second football season. That is, right? <laughs> yeah. It okay, only yeah. feels like we've been doing it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> but still, pretty cool. Uh, which which makes brings up something else to my mind. People have seasons of podcasts, and we're still in season one. So, like, do we need to eventually transition to season two? Does that need to happen, like – in January of each year, or does that need to happen before our football season starts of each year? What are your thoughts there? I know I'm just throwing well, something on you there, but I'd say number one, um, we have most definitely screwed it up. Okay. <laughs> um, probably, probably should have been determined like when we started because oh, yeah, now definitely. you've already gone you've already gone a calendar year, which mm-hmm. would have been my preference. Um, and you've already, I mean, I don't know if you were going to do it by the, the major sports seasons, then you would almost start season two. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Cause if we do it by the calendar year, then we, the next season, January, we're like right in the middle of the basketball season. So it's just kind of yeah, weird to transition. You can't, but would you, would you go till like April? And then start from scratch there, because that is kind of when things start new. Like we could do that. Spring practice with football, basketball's over. People are preparing for the draft. Yeah. So then, next question: Should we keep this at season one until the next April? And sorry, sorry guys, this is not the content you asked for. <laughs> this should have been a phone conversation. I have no idea. But hey, text us your thoughts there on what. But we're going to move on to the next topic on the wheel. Oh, yeah, we got draft. We got bugs. We got national champions. We got Shay. We got 
a little random I threw in here. We will talk about this for literally 10 seconds. I just wanted to mention it because it happened. Tennessee thought they were something. Oh, but you weren't. Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I had to throw that in there. That could be the best we've seen, them losing. <laughs> and moving on again. Yes, this is a great show, man, with the old Will of Willis, as he called it. And this one is Perry with the recruiting switch up. This is something I texted you about a little while ago because I didn't think he had ever done it like this. Um, like the first day of being able to offer next year's recruits scholarships, bam, he would back-to-back several days, like four of them in a few days. Mm-hmm. So, like, and you said, I think this is him realizing things need to change. He's getting on board. He's changing. I think good things are coming with this current season and that future one there. What are your thoughts? I agree. I think that um, we may look back and say that one of the things that propelled Cal to kind of take a new approach was the fact that he had this new and upcoming person on his staff that then decided that UK wasn't new and upcoming enough for him. And mm-hmm. so he wanted to go to Duke, the, the team that, for lack of a better way to put it, has kind of stolen the show from us. Good way to put it. I think when Cal, I think when that happened, he, it was almost like a slap in the face and, and it was good and bad. It made him wake up, probably hurt his pride a little bit, but I think it made him wake up. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that, of course, none of this I know. But the thing I do know is that he was adamant about doing things a certain way and not all that long ago. And now he's doing them differently. And the one thing in the recruiting world on UK's end that has changed is Jay Lucas. And so it's both, it's satisfying, but it's also kind of frustrating because it's like, well, I mean, if Jay Lucas really is the dude like recruiting, like if he, if he is the guy nationally, if he's number one, if you could, we're building an assistant coaching staff and, and he was the top ranked one, you know, okay. Say that all those things are true. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, to lose him, it's almost like, and then change. It's almost like, well, you could have been doing it. If he wanted you to do it like this, all you had to do was listen to him and he would still be here. You weren't, you didn't respect him. You didn't respect his opinion. You thought he didn't know what he was talking about. You thought that what he wanted should not be outweighed by what you wanted and how you want to do things. Well, it's not all about how we want to do things. It's about how the people who were trying to get to agree to come here want to be catered to. So, um, I'm glad I was glad to see him extending the scholarship offers with the kids that are underclassmen in high school. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, I think we've gone over the time we wanted to on the spin the wheels, but that football one was long, and I had to rant more time before we go over what's left, all right? Cool. Here we go. 
Money, money, money. Big money, big money, big money, big money. Uh-oh. Now, I don't have an article to go off of this one, but um, Rupp has been renovated. That's this one now. You see them recent picks? Yeah, I have. How you feel about it? Look, looks pretty freaking sick. I I felt I, at first I was like, man, don't change Rupp, but, man, that looks badass. I do like it. Um, I, I'll – I'll need to go into it and see mm-hmm. how they've done where it connects with the the Hyatt and all that stuff to see if I actually like it better as a whole. But it does look good from the outside. Um, it sure does. I didn't realize until recently that um, part of the deal to get that done was that UK pushed that. And there was, if not a lot of UK money, a lot of UK involvement. And that evidently that was quite the undertaking, which involved a contract renegotiation between the city of Lexington and the University of Kentucky, in which we agreed to raise our rent, basically to have our basketball games there. And I'm just going to say this to you right now, Willis. Okay. I don't know. Obviously, all these people that are involved know more about this than I do. But I do not know why we would, A, have them redo the outside. And I mean, some of the inside, maybe, but not, it's not like it should be inside as far as not being nice. I don't know why we would go to the effort to do all that and have to pay more money. And the city of Lexington get to use it for all sorts of other things while we have Memorial Coliseum that we could put money into and make it really nice and sell it out every single game. Yeah. If you're not gonna, it, my point is, if you're not going to sell Rupp out, then it's not that great of an atmosphere. The thing that always made Rupp great was that you stick 23,000 people in there. Well, when did that stop happening? After 2015. I mean, my, my, maybe maybe, uh, maybe the Fox years. Yeah, maybe Fox, Monk, and Bam sold out, but I don't know, man. We, I'm pretty sure that also we did that renovation where it went from like twenty three thousand to twenty thousand. Um, for a long time we had had like the some sort of record with. I don't know, biggest crowd or loudest crowd or most sellouts or something. And mm. I think we lost all those. I don't Damn. think that, I don't think we hold any of them anymore. Well, we got to get those back. And even, even the ones with ourselves, like if you're looking at most sellouts in a season, you're like, oh, well, the most we ever had is 15. Well, and then last year we had like four. Well, Okay, even if it's just a record with yourself, like you need to at least strive to be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm going to go over the remaining topics, and then you and I can pick one that we want to talk on, or we can pick a few, whatever. Um, but it did not get talked about, and and you can ask me more questions about why these people are named too, but. 
here's the topics, Jack. Uh, John Wall, he who shall not be named, Bugs, NBA draft, Javon Baker, question mark, what the hell happened there, um, SGA, Alex Poitras, national champion Abby Steiner, and Don Boys, Rob Dillingham. I'm going to go ahead and take one here. Cat of the day, cat of the day. Here comes that what? Cat of the day. You guys heard her name, and you guys heard what was beside her. That was national champion Abby Steiner. Am I saying her name right? Hopefully. She won the 200-meter race with a personal and world record time freaking banging. And um, to watch the video and see her running down that track, I was telling you before we got on here, it's amazing. But the one this, that, that she did. That was the 400 one, right? The 400 one, the the four by 400 was the one she did with the three teammates, okay. obviously. Right. And that's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to have to see it. But. So they won she, two things there. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, I think, I think they're at different times, but I mean, yeah, I, they won that event, yeah. but I, I don't know if it was like, I don't okay. know what it was. Okay. But she's she's a national champion though, bro, and that's we've had we've had quite a few national championships in our time on the podcast. It just unfortunately hasn't been the basketball. It's wild. Little phone droppage. You good, bud? Yeah, sorry about that. What's happening? Uh, I don't know. A little something happened there, but. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how many we've had. I think we've had a rifle. I think we had Liam Draxel. And if he didn't win a national championship, he was at least ranked the number one player in, in collegiate tennis. Yeah. Um, he got. We actually had two rifle ones. Really? <laughs> yeah. And the volleyball. Vo- the volleyball team, I was about to say. Yeah. And I think uh, we had another running national championship, too, I was, last year. We can't. We were runner up in something this year. Just a solid university. Let's get that basketball one back to the national championship level. Oh, if they can win a national championship, I, I could die a happy man. Anything else to say about Miss Abby there? Um, I mean, just we need to respect her greatness and oh yeah, and the and the you know the type of individual and the type of athlete that she is. The University of Kentucky is lucky to have her to represent them. And um, heck yeah, I there I continue to watch sporting events that I would not typically watch because there's somebody from the University of Kentucky that's absolutely dominating. So she's a runner. She's a track star. She's something. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, though. We had two, like that one, I can't remember her freaking name, but we had a major runner last year, didn't we? Like, do stuff? It was, and then... it was <clears throat> two years ago. Okay. Um, I can see her face. Me too. All right, whatever. Um, but a solid track school. If you didn't Sydney know McLaughlin. That's her. That's her. Yeah, she just won something else or set a world record yeah. in the last week or two or so. Two solid runners like that at, a, at UK. 
Uh, any of those other topics you want to just t- touch on? I know I had some weird ones in there, but you you ask and you'll receive from your brother. Just Maybe whatever you read, want. read through them one more time. I'll pick one and then we'll, I'll I'll be done. All right, remaining here we got John Wall, he who shall not be named. Bugs, that's about Oscar. Uh, NBA draft, Javon Baker question mark. What happened? SGA, Alex Poitras, and a Dillingham. Um, I'm gonna go John Wall. Okay. Nobody's well, getting paid like John there you Wall's already getting paid. <laughs> Nobody's getting paid like that. Nope. To do to do less. <laughs> I mean, he he's fina- he's finessed them. I mean, call it what you want. Like he's whoever whoever the person is that is his agent. And the attorney that they have that helps them negotiate the contract. I don't know who those human beings are, but I mean, the rest of the people that are in professional sports need to take notice. This dude, I don't, he's, he's making a crazy amount of money. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a deal with, with the wizards a few years ago when he was healthy, which I think he's healthy now. He just, Houston, he had Houston just didn't really want to play him last year. Which well, he didn't want to play. I don't know, but I don't really understand. I mean, does it, it? You get to a certain point, like doesn't he have to? Doesn't he have to play if they say we're playing you? Like, or can't they say like, okay, I don't well, know. Then I, we're not paying you your contract. Like, what are you doing? You're not gonna play. What are you talking about? You're not gonna play. We're paying you to play. I don't know how all of that stuff works. We'll have to get a lawyer on here sometimes to talk about that or a sports agent. But I, I, I don't know, and I can't remember if it was like Wall saying, no, I'm not going to play, or Houston saying, no, we're not going to play him. I think they wouldn't play him because they wanted to possibly have him as a trade package if they could, but no one wanted that contract. So so he, so he, they bought him out today, actually. That's crazy. So he gets the money and he can go to another team, right? Yeah, I think he's already signed. I think he's already said to be signing, unfortunately, with the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't know why he's going there. But Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> you you would think that somebody, like, if you were in that situation and you got the money, that you would go somewhere where you thought you could win. You know, oh, even yeah. if they paid you less. Which he, you, I mean, he could potentially win there because they got Kawhi Leonard who didn't play last year. But I don't know. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to see him go off one time. I would love to. I, he, he still might have something in him. Who knows? I mean, he had some tough injuries. but Yeah, between him and Shaden Sharp, you go, you know, half a decade without playing basketball. <laughs> he knows what you're capable of. There you go. We're talking about another topic. He who shall not be named. But we'll go ahead and knock that one off too then. Uh, this is the last think- one. It's fine by me if it's fine by you, man. I'm just worried about the time. It's all right. Hey, we'll touch on these others next week, man. I'm yeah, sure more news, more news is going to happen. We'll also look more into football since that's coming soon. That's what you're going to yeah, get from us next week. And Rob Dillingham. We'll talk about him next week after oh, yeah. I watch some film on him. I'm excited for that boy. Donda, baby. Kanye. Yeet. All right, well, guys, that's going to do it for our 37th episode. We hope you're glad to have us back, and we're going to be back on a regular basis here, I promise.
All right. I love it. I think it went great. I like your little Willis wheel or wheel. The wheel of Willis. of Willis, you said. Yeah, that's great. I love it. All right. Perfect. Go Cats. We'll do it. Go Cats. What you talking about, Lacanian?